0: Hi, James here, and this is the Doc Talk podcast. But before we get started, I need to fill you in a little bit on what happens in the podcast you're about to listen to. So, first of all, Jenna and I get ready to sit down, and who shows up? None other than Andrew Thomas, Digi Geekster, Tech Talk, you know. So, he joins us in our conversation not exactly knowing what we're going to be talking about. So the conversation starts. Andrew joins us, and then Andrew has to leave. And so, who steps in to join us in our conversation? None other than Dr. Jenna's mum, also known as Sue Burton, sometimes Susie Floozy, and always Mummy Sue. So, Sue Burton joins us and finishes off the Doc Talk with Dr. Jenna. That's what you're about to hear. Let's get into it. This is Podaholics and Doc Talk. All right, here we go. Potaholics time. It's Doc Talk with Dr. Jenna, and we've got the Doppelganger joining us. None other than Andrew Thomas, digitalnexa.com. My James Pikeway. We're gonna be talking health, right?
1: We are. I think that's what Doc talks <laughs> about, James. You yeah? don't
0: know why I'm here then. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait this is, you're going to love our topic today. Okay. You should have asked, actually, what we're talking yeah, I about. Yeah, should, should have before I tell them, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it's it's coming to you from the not-so-secret podcasting room at the Rove Hotel downtown, and uh, you're going to find out more about that really soon. Jenna's here, I'm here, and, and you're doing something on Instagram. I saw it all over Instagram.
1: One of my friends, right, she's just suddenly decided she wants to get involved in social media and she's doing it really well yeah so i think i mentioned it on our last podcast her name's sultana Ahmed, yeah, yeah. and she's a marvelous medic and so we're talking about child anxiety during covid um and i thought it was 11 30 today so yeah. i was all set up i even got myself a selfie light you know nice. i really the thought I'd, light, yeah. yeah i thought i'd try and make my skin look better yeah. and everything because yeah. she's she's gorgeous yeah. and uh, it was all set up ready to go had childcare sorted Anyway, she wasn't coming on to this Instagram live. I'm thinking, why is she leaving me hanging? Yeah. And then I thought, hang on, I've got the time zones wrong. And then I realised it's 11:30 tonight, uh, and I don't, I don't do anything uh, for the an evening, so I don't know how I'm going to survive. Where yeah, is she based then? What was that? So where is she based? In the UK.
2: It still feels quite late, doesn't
1: it? it? It's it's too late for me. I know you and I have talked, or oh, I've suggested maybe doing an evening podcast yeah, and then we've dismissed it. Yeah, yet.
0: anything after 7.30. Yeah, absolutely. you're in bed. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in
1: bed or just not functioning, yeah, so.
0: It, I just don't work well in the evenings. So it's it's done. It's am the polar opposite. Really?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm not. Well, that's explained. it. Anyway, you've experienced it firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> not all I've woken up with you, but we're like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, not she's jealous uh,
0: thinking, where's this going? And she's going, you know, my mum's here. <laughs>
1: I, also, I'm thinking is what are you doing to doc talk, Andrew? <laughs> Sorry. I thought, I is this PC? You, Sorry. I thought
0: you had the perfect segue in. I thought you were just going to stop with the segue into today's topic when you well, talk about hanging around.
1: I am going to land it on Andrew. So we thought, we thought it'd be really nice to invite you along because it's always great to get a bit of extra testosterone in the room. Yeah and first-hand patient experience. Right. Because basically we're talking about problems with male genitalia.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking circumcisions and vasectomies today. Brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> and what's worse is my mum has come for the first yeah. time. Yeah, See yeah. And yeah. What are we talking yeah, about yeah. in
0: the... <laughs> Wonderful, that's good news. And, and Jenna goes at the side. I'm going to feel yeah. a little bit uncomfortable talking about all this. And I'm going. Sure. You're not the guy.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't need to. I don't need any details for the next one. For
0: I mean, yeah.
1: I think my favorite conversation that we have ever had before we start is when we talked about um, penile elongations. Oh, was that, uh,
0: that? No, that uh, that's a like, thing. Yeah. Yeah, we no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Girth so increase. Okay. They increase the girth. You
1: can't increase the length unless you've got the ligaments. Oh, you it's, can it's called penoplasty.
0: The, it yeah. was penoplasty. Yeah, okay. you
1: can increase the, the width. So
0: apparently, Amazing. This, and so we had Dr. <laughs> what was his <laughs> name? Dr. Doc- so
1: Dr. Roberto.
0: <laughs> Dr. Roberto This is what we go up to, So Dr. Roberto comes in and then of course as the conversation goes, I yeah. start asking about, uh, you know, for let's for just, of course. Yeah. Let's just start, let's just use the non-technical term a guy's ball sack and I start, talking about the fact that, hey, what about for the old guys when those things start to sag? And right. Jenna goes, what? I I'm didn't never-
1: know. I didn't know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and Dr. I don't Uber- know. What are you on about? <laughs> so Dr. <laughs> Roberto, he's, and this guy's like, because this so is So serious. His job. He's so yeah. serious. serious. And he's going, oh yeah, this is a real thing. And then Jenna's just sitting there going, what? I, I, what? And we're just carrying on. I mean, you, get, you get a bull tuck. Yeah. Like
2: a tuck. Yes, yes yeah, you yeah, can yeah, get a tuck. Bl- yeah. What? Yeah. A sack I tuck. I mean,
1: I think the thing <laughs> is, is as...
2: doctor <laughs> talk on sack talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't... As a doctor, like you should in theory know these things, but but you don't, I mean, I've seen, so in fact, once my husband's friends all decided to have like, they do a whip round where they, they give a question and then everyone has to give an answer and then whoever's the closest wins, but they don't win anything, but they, they love doing this thing. So one was, I can't believe I'm about to say this in front of my mum. How many penises has Jenna seen? Because obviously, being a doctor, yeah, I've seen coach. lots. Hold
0: and on, lot. yeah, yeah. hold on. I got yeah. the best story from Jen, and she's going to give the story. And this one, I, it, and I hope your mom knows the story. Well, anyway, know, when you when you were doing rounds as an yeah, intern, knows the and story. there you were down on your knees checking out some guy's Hang junk. On.
1: Can we just explain this? Can we just explain this? <laughs>
0: say, I've heard the word junk sack. This doesn't feel very kind of medical,
2: <laughs> medically we'll, focused. We'll, we'll
1: get there. We'll get there. We normally go a bit around the houses before we get on to the medicine. See,
0: it all goes wrong on this yeah. show.
2: I'm glad I'm only here for like the next 11 minutes.
1: So when I was a medical student, um, we all had to take in turns to do an examination sure. of someone that came in. And it was my turn. I had to run the, uh, run the examination etc and do the history from the patient and it was my first ever examination of male genitalia so all my colleagues all sat behind me in a semicircle and for some reason rather than take the patient over to the bed and pull the curtain round, which is the correct thing to do my consultant didn't even think to remind me that that would be the correct thing to do. Yeah. I pulled his pants down, got onto my knees and started to examine him. So this poor gentleman <laughs> is stood looking <laughs> at all my colleagues with me kneeling down in front doing the examination. Perfect. And apparently my friend's shoulders were, were going, everyone was laughing. And I, I didn't even think about it until later. I was just so embarrassed at the whole thing.
2: Perfect. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you, you, I mean you're professional, but obviously yeah. it still affects you, especially yeah, yeah, when it's yeah. the first few times.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the first few times? Times. Yeah. times. <laughs> 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 times. Yeah. More than once. Just,
1: no, no, I mean it's when you're doing examinations again. <laughs> When you're doing examinations like these, yeah. the thing is is now, yeah. oh my goodness, there is nothing you could show me that would shock me. I have seen absolutely everything. And especially you do a week in A and E, you see the works. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But when you are a medical student and you're starting out, of course it feels yeah, uncomfortable yeah. Yeah, totally, and you're just kind yeah. of getting used to it.
0: Yeah. The uh, back to the the penoplasty, mm, mm. according to Dr. Roberto, <laughs> the, the big takers of that rugby players really eh? cuz they don't want to look bad in the shower okay but it's all he said this was the thing that got me it's all aesthetic so mm. when you're getting into action doesn't matter no different doesn't matter what yeah. you've done
1: but the thing is is that these guys because they can only really increase the girth and having worked with yeah. Dr. Roberto that sometimes the girth gets so big, and he even he has recommended that they stop, but they kind of get a little bit obsessed with it and they keep going. So
0: it looks like and a tree trunk, literally. Yes, yeah, well, but sometimes it's a pyramid. It yeah. must look really odd.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Andrew, this isn't what we were planning on <laughs> for about no, today. No, no. we, we were actually <laughs> thinking about talking <laughs> yeah. about circumcisions and vasectomies. And mm. the yeah, reason yeah. this came yeah. around is Is that legal here? Uh, uh,
2: vasectomies are not.
1: I don't know. No,
2: vasectomies know are not legal. Yeah. Well, they never used to be. So most of my friends who have had them have gone back think, to the UK. I think you'd probably get it out of country.
0: Yeah, because it, it, it's a form of birth control, I see. Yeah, That's Yeah, right.
1: I'm surprised at that, though, because it's such a small procedure. And it used sometimes to be. i
0: sure mm. yeah.
1: Yeah, potentially. I mean, circumcision certainly isn't. And I don't know if you found when we were doing kind of um, research around the topic as well, is that I had a little look at different countries and mm. different country standpoints. Mm. They have different opinions on circumcision of yeah. young boys. And the yeah. reason we talked about it is one of my little boys was supposed to be circumcised this right. week for medical reasons. Right. Um, and we've decided to postpone it because mm. his problem actually he can grow out of. We decided wow. general anaesthetic so what, wasn't.
0: What, uh, how long? You I mean we'll talk about what your your whole son's situation because it actually happens to a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah. But how long are you planning to wait? Like, what's the wait? window for... (laughs) because <laughs> I only say because the child's going to get older yeah, and no, you're,
1: you're right yeah. it, it's a really difficult one so what he has isn't it called a famosis and he's obviously going to kill me when a he's firmosis. older and he might listen to this yeah, yeah. so it's a formosis he will
0: it? listen to this because it, it'll <laughs> land as, oh do you remember when mum was doing these podcasts and you know they, you know it's this is Let's this look, this look
2: back at the old tapes I'm
1: not, not mentioning which name <laughs> okay. I have two
0: two so, boys I'm not going to mention the name so one, one name. of to really? one of them's going to be into all this and he's going to be listening to all this and he's going hey they were talking about you Yeah. how dare you (laughs) mom
1: (laughs) probably disowned me um but yeah one of them's got something called a phimosis which basically means you can't retract the foreskin back oh yeah and that's it's not pathological which means it's not a disease process it's not something that's gone wrong actually until about the age of 10 sometimes even 15 however it also this can
0: happen up to the age of 15
1: yeah it can do because that's it's, a long time some some little boys are born and, and they can pull it back straight away and yeah. others can't and it's actually it, it it's, it's kind of attached okay. and then eventually it loosens off however that doesn't happen for everyone mm-hmm. and the problems can be is that they can get recurrent urine tract infections mm-hmm. yeah, because mm-hmm. things get stuck in there or they get yep. something called balantitis, which ballantitis. is again it's like inflammation and there's gunk that there, effectively <clears throat> like urine okay. does not come out yeah. well enough and it mm. traps and without sufficient cleaning it can become recurrently infected and some people right. are more inclined to get it than others and the the debate is do you do it now and mm. it's done although it's a general anaesthetic at this age she's mm. too general anaesthetic there's the risk of um, it could actually reattach oh, uh, really? infection bleeding oh, and just yeah, more the, okay. the, the pain and not really yeah, being able yeah. to yeah. Explain, you can't explain why it right. yeah. exactly but the problem is it gets more uncomfortable the older that they get yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get better on its own. Right. So it's yeah. so I, I think we will wait as long as we can, um, rightly or wrongly. There mm. is no right answer mm. to it. Mm. Um, I just, I just personally, I don't feel comfortable with a general anaesthetic unless it's yeah. absolutely yeah, necessary.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, my my son had uh, had to go for general anaesthetic um, for his teeth uh so he had um, I can't remember There's porous so basically the his, his baby teeth had kind of almost disappeared oh. and um me we we kind of searched for was he even going to fly to Australia actually to have it done cuz you can imagine here Australia. like well pediatric dentistry here is i mean we basically I sold a kidney to make sure that we could do the operation um but yeah there was there was a lot of fear around that but he was just you know, in quite a lot of pain and it wasn't nice for him and everything. Mm. So, yeah, we debated for months before we eventually did it. It was kind of that point where we had to. Um, But again, I mean, he he had to be knocked out because he was just too young, so it was too dangerous. So he was only out for, I think he was out for like 15 minutes. It was super,
0: you know, kind (laughs) of...
1: This is the thing, yeah. is that really we talk about a general anesthetic. Mm. So what
0: say, what, what, what's the, the local anesthetic is that one where you put it right in the spot and you stay awake?
1: A local anesthetic is usually, You're awake, right? yeah, it's, it's yeah. usually say you went in, you wanted stitches, you would have an injection that stings a little bit around the, the, the site and it would numb, a patch of skin or Mm. uh, wherever and you you literally can't feel anything within there. Um, A general anaesthetic is when you basically put your body almost as close to death as possible without killing you and that sounds scary but it's such a routine process that occurs and if somebody's having an anaesthetic for 15 minutes that's very different than an anaesthetic for Mm. an hour Uh, you know because you're not into quite as deep a sleep and you're brought back quickly the only thing with an anaesthetic is that everyone responds differently and there's a very small percentage of people that are allergic to anesthetic and until they have their first one you don't know so after the first anesthetic you actually feel more comfortable giving somebody an anesthetic again and obviously the younger that you are they're slightly more vulnerable but at the same time more vulnerable, but also can rebound a little bit quicker. Mm. So, and I think any parent, just it doesn't matter what information you have, what scientific knowledge you have, yeah. it's still your child that you're taking down yeah. in a theatre. So, I imagine for you, Andrew, it was yeah, deal, it was
2: traumatic. So. Yeah, really traumatic. I mean, actually, and to be, I see, I've never uh, been anesthetized. Anesthetized? Right? Yeah. Wow, yeah. you have avoided it. No, nah, never, never have. So wow. But my wife has because she had. Um, RSI uh, yeah. so she had like uh, what do you call it she had both hands for the RSI um, so and she's yeah she has and actually pretty much most of my family I think but no I haven't
1: No, you need to ask my mum how many anaesthetics she's had over the calling. <laughs> 22
2: wow that's, uh, that's I mean that sounds like you want it I mean that's <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. she probably <laughs> enjoys, she enjoys the one enjoys going have another one please <laughs> <laughs> wow that's
2: a lot wow yeah that's no I haven't actually just been lucky touch wooden whistle and all that but uh, yes. haven't had to uh, yeah at the moment so quite lucky I think never broken anything either I shouldn't be talking about this, right? No, no. This you, is why you, I, I don't ever <laughs> want to do a doctoral because it makes me start thinking about things and my anxiety kicks in. Yeah, And yeah. then yes. I need to take a Xanax quick.
1: It's okay, because James thinks he's had everything. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty, right. okay. pretty much. So he's definitely health anxieties through the
0: roof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, the, the question... Google, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's too clear at Google. Yeah.
1: But the question is, going back to our orig- original
0: topic... and...
1: Well, I was going to ask, would you have a vasectomy? Yeah. Have you had one? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Obviously not in this country. No. Couldn't say it, Andrew. Yeah.
0: No. Took a lot of research. Had to find the right guy or gal. I, did, did you I go got, back to Canada? Or are you uh, went? This was after our second was born. Right. Probably like, uh, you know, the next couple of weeks went and did some, we did, had to do a few interviews with the right urologist for the job. Yeah. Because you wanted to make sure. Because I went to a couple of, and you get this old guy and I'm going, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Like I'm looking at the guy's hands and I'm, I'm noticing maybe a little bit of a tremor. Resting
1: tremor. Well, and I'm thinking,
0: hold on, this guy's like, you know. Down there. He's, 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 does he have any respect for the junk at, at this point yeah, in his yeah. life? And I'm thinking, no. So I'm thinking that's not going to work. Fair enough. So I had to find the right person who, so I did. I found this guy. He was, you know, top of his field, but he was still young enough. Wasn't married yet, but should be, could have been married. And
1: uh, <laughs> he respected. <laughs> that's it's that's just really important. Yeah. Yeah. His hands
0: are warm. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. I had gloves on, but you know, and you get in there, and, the, and the, but you're awake, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they they do some localing, right? And then he's he's doing his stuff. He says, if you start feeling anything, because when they you know they they kind of slice <sighs> the scrotum a little bit, they pull out these two veined things, and he says, if you start feeling anything, let me know. And so, and th- and the best part is, he's got he's got Led Zeppelin playing in the background oh, <laughs> pretty, done. pretty loud. And so I'm going, this works for me. Yeah, yeah. And, and so the, the crazy part was, so he's down there and I don't know what, I guess they, he was cutting, but he was also cauterizing. So oh. you had Led Zeppelin and smoke in the air. <laughs> <laughs> but the funniest part was, you know, I, I don't know, after it was, it was, it was pretty quick. Right. But yeah. after a bit, I go, Oh, I'm starting to feel something. I go, you must be done by now. And he goes, that's ah, just one side, my friend. Like, oh, oh, my yeah. God, but,
1: you, but you couldn't feel anything. That's no, I could You could feel, can feel tugging
0: and yeah, you can feel it was yeah. Just, yeah. It, was weird. But it was just yeah, It was just a weird feel feeling. pain. No. Uh, so I was really lucky, mm. and I guess it was. It felt like you'd kind of been kicked down there yeah. by a soccer, you know, yeah, yeah. for for a weekend. And then everything kind of went, you know, back to normal mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I've had none, no issues mm-hmm. at all, but I've had friends and this is kind of the crazy thing where they've had things after where, I don't know, growths or oh, pain early, yeah. or things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was just bad luck. I think it was in the form of all yeah, the different yeah. side effects. And, you know, it was just kind of, it, it it, just worked out okay. I so. mean,
1: I think that's unusual because it is such yeah. a small procedure and now you can even do it without using a scalpel. You can actually make a small, a small hole effectively and pull everything through from both sides yeah. into the same hole and then close it. You not, it's even, really small, not yeah. even need a stitch to yeah. close it up. But what I'm interested in is that obviously you said you did that straight after your second child. Yeah, it
0: was about two weeks.
1: And you talk about having health anxiety, Andrew, maybe my health anxiety is through the roof. But my thought process is you say you want to have two children, like obviously your children are older etc but yeah. what if God forbid something happened to one of your children yeah. and you felt the need to have another one, not yeah. to replace or yeah, whatever yeah, but yeah, as a distraction yeah. or yeah. you know, I, I think that's so, something that we can always My friend's had a reversal about. Yeah, I've had Was it successful? Yeah, and, yeah. he's yeah. had a reversal
2: and had a kid I mean in yeah. his first marriage, he basically they decided they didn't want kids or either one of them decided clearly, you know, it was a, yeah. a, a kind of a joint decision but it didn't seem to be after the event <laughs> because uh, <laughs> next he, he got divorced and, and remarried and then he had yeah. uh, yeah, hes two kids yeah. so uh, he got he got um and i know someone yeah, he got a thing. reversal yeah i mean yeah.
0: there's there's obviously a decrease in the functionality of, of whether yes. that's going to work but you know, you've known someone, I've known someone and yeah, yeah. It, and it's worked. And, I
1: think, yeah, it's, it's hit and miss. You never know who's yeah. going to work and who's not. And I suppose you've always got the IVF route because your body yeah, still yeah. continues the process. Yeah. It's just that everything doesn't reach it's, where it's supposed mm-hmm. to anymore.
0: Yeah. And so, I mean, for us, it was, it, 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 you know, medically speaking, it, there was other reasons as well on my wife's side. So, I mean, it, and, it, you know, for her, the big issue was when we had our second child, it was, it was actually kind of a weird one because, I remember going in, The so she was, she at some point, somehow, some way was developing antibodies against the baby. Right, yes. And that was with our second where it got, it got to the point where it got really kind of bad. So we were going in every week for ultrasounds in the end. And uh, I remember we had the head of whoever does the ultrasounds whether it was the OBGYN who was doing them and i so i would go to all these things too and i remember watching her on the last one that she did and you know they have the ultrasound thing and then she's going to go in and take the fluid oh no, no they were ta- yeah because they were taking umbilical fluid every week and so she's got the ultrasound and i remember watching her with this big monster needle and i remember watching her take this deep breath going <sighs> As in, she's saying to herself, okay, we can do this. And I just went, oh my, this is crazy. And yes, she had that scary, look on her face really that you've scary, got. Yeah. And she's the doctor. And so when we had our, our second son and everything was okay with him and everything was okay with my wife, but they said, they kind of called us into the hospital, into the the head of the OBGYN sec- section. And the doctors sat down with this team and they said, look, if you want to have another child, we need to get a plan in place now. And we kind of went, yeah, I think we're, I think we're good. I think we're good. Because they, and we said, so at the end, it, you know, like getting these umbilical tests every week was extraordinary. Yeah, of course. And they kind of went, this isn't going to work. And so my wife just develops the antibodies exactly against the blood type of, of the boys. Oh, wow. Yeah. So and so it was just.
1: Yeah, and that's such a, a valid reason yeah. for deciding that it was so going to go for you. Yeah.
0: So for, we just figured, you know what? It's okay.
1: Dare we ask, dare we ask, Andrew? Not,
0: the, I haven't had it. Would no. you consider would you? it? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, we just haven't...
2: I, I think it's never come up, actually. It yeah. It's one of those things. But, yeah, no, it, I don't... Uh, yeah, I'm not precious about that stuff. If, if kind yeah. of, you know, my wife turned around and said, I think, you know, we should... Yeah, no more problem. Just I probably yeah. would still jump on a flight back to the UK. I'm yeah. pretty sure you can get it done now. I mean, I had a friend of mine years ago had it done here in a sketchy place in Sharjah. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like one of those ones where it was scary because he was actually... They put him under. Oh, so oh really? He, yeah, yeah. Procedure. But this was years ago. But he, okay. was, he was kind of like... And it was one of those comedy scenarios where it was like, oh, uh, Mr. Smith? No, I'm not. And bang, <laughs> he was out. Like it was, and then he kind of woke up and was like checking his limbs and stuff and making story. sure, you know. So he, he, you know, after that story, and then my, my other buddy actually, I mean, his story was probably, but he, I'm actually joking, i tell this. Yeah, he was yeah, so, so out. When, it, when, it, when he, his fear was that so he'd gone for the procedure and I guess, you know, they kind of yeah. shave you, and a, a male nurse came in and um, said, "Okay, you know, Mister So and So, I'm gonna I'm gonna shave you now." And he's he, he kind of you know said, "Okay, fair enough." You know, kind of closed his eyes yeah. and was mm, yeah. like this yeah. and shaving, yeah. and and he felt this kind of breeze, and he looked <laughs> down and the guy was going like that, <laughs>
0: blowing <laughs> the hair away,
2: <laughs> and he was like, uh "You're not doing the procedure, right?" it's like, "No, no, no." <laughs>
1: You know, though, I think we've all had that sinking moment mm. where we've been somewhere that we've not trusted. Yeah. I mean, I went before before I really knew the healthcare system in Dubai. I had arranged to see a gastroenterologist who advise. I had an, endosco- an endoscopy, and a colonoscopy at the same time, and that is at basically a camera, mean in the middle, one, one, <laughs> one, one straight after the other. And I turned up to this place, and it looks so. Dodgy. That's all I can say. And I had about zero confidence. But, you know, sometimes probably more so with women, I think we feel you don't want to say anything like right. you feel like you just mm, got to go along yeah. with it. And then the next. So did you minute, go? For, did you go along with? it? I went along with it, James. And it was really—it wasn't clean. His assistant wasn't a nurse, and she was oh. wearing high heels. What? Helping him, yeah. And I mean, but you still went along with it. I, start, I Sometimes I am <laughs> paralysed with fear, <laughs> and it's crazy. I and and there was every part of me thought this doesn't feel comfortable. Do what it was. Remembering now, it's high heels. He had no, no. He I had heard of you, mate. Yeah. He had done it complimentary because we had worked together, and so I didn't want to seem rude and say no. And but my better judgment was thinking, this isn't clean, yeah. it's not safe. This woman is, is administering IV medications, and she isn't even a medical practitioner. Um, she's oh Yeah, they're in a high heels is this about or something like. that? It was It wasn't, you know. It was actually in Demira 1. Huh. Yeah, and just I uh, some villa. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> I mean, safe to say, I never went back, yeah. and it uh, wasn't somebody I I, I recommended at all to patients. But yeah, I think sometimes you just have this sinking feeling, but you kind of feel like you're in the thick of it, and it's too late to back out.
2: No, I would have run. I don't, that wouldn't. Oh, that wouldn't have happened to me. Really, never yeah. fearful of that stuff. Never. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. And do you
1: just turn up and say no? no. no. Yeah, this ain't happening. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah no. Yeah. I'd walk away. Do
1: you yeah. know though? I think sometimes you gain that confidence as you get older, and I probably wouldn't do it Scalling now. You
0: old. Did you just yeah. Yeah, yeah, you totally. old? You? Yeah. No, I said it very lightly. I'm an old I, man. I, I heard once you get older, <laughs> yeah, once you're old, no. like you? That's what I heard. That's what, what, what I, heard I was too. trying to
1: say before you two bullies um, <laughs> intervened. Is that I think I would feel comfortable enough to say it, but I had not long arrived in Dubai. Right. As I say, I I, yeah. I still felt like oh, I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful Hell, that yeah. they've given me a job. That. Yeah, I'm so grateful they even pay me. Like I'm surprised they even yeah. paid to be here. You know, and so then this man I offered a lovely gesture, and I felt like I should go along, but. The model of the story think, is saying now if you're unsure. I think the only thing
2: was when I first came to this part of the world was just the the amount of tests they did. So you oh, used man. to go into yeah. a doctor in the UK and go, I've got a bit of a tickly throat. And they go, okay, no problem here is I think that was... When the first I came to see you, it was like going back to a normal doctor because here you go, got a bit of a sickly throat. Right, right, get over there. Just get. We need a pint of blood. What? Why are you taking my blood? And then we need swabs. We need this. And and it's obviously because it's a business, right? We'll get an MRI so, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you got a bit of a headache. Well, a little bit, but I think I'm hot. No, no, let's get an MRI going. So it, I think that, and there's a,
0: there's a comfort sure, to call and ask. Yeah, exactly. Me as well. There's a comfort
2: level in that, but there's also a fear level, right? Yeah, when it yeah. kind of just goes on overload and you don't know. And many a time, you walk out the doctors here with like a magical bag. Of pills that, you know, when I think when I've spoken to someone and said, "Oh, well, I'm I'm given these," and and they're like, "Oh no, really? <laughs> well, that I mean, you know." You would never be administered yeah. that. That's not for that. So. It's,
1: it's scary. I yeah. mean, even as a, even as a patient myself, I've been maybe on behalf of my son and come home with a big, like a, literally yeah. a carrier bag carrier of, of tablets, and car- I've discarded them and yeah, thought yeah. this is... It, it, yeah. I lose faith in the paediatrician that I've seen. Yeah, I just yeah. discard them. And I do agree with you. I think there is sometimes a confidence in having someone say, look, you don't need this. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is what yeah. would be more appropriate. And sometimes... Doing a little bit of extra testing is helpful. Like here they can test for the flu. It won't necessarily change the management, but at least you know what it is that you have. Uh, And also sometimes running a blood test just to see what your blood cells are like before Mm. you decide on antibiotics or not. Again, it's quite a helpful marker to have Mm. and it allows you to give a more accurate management plan. But there's so much unnecessary testing and... Did you hear about the story about why nearly I was threatened with prison in Dubai? No. No. I haven't told you the story. No.
2: So, Can you tell the story? Speak.
1: I think so. Yeah, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. I mm. Can you know?
1: I stood up and I said I didn't like the way this happened. I said I didn't like the way this happened. I didn't word it in the best wording. And I was very nervous. There was an old employer in the in there and there was an ex-boyfriend as well in the audience. And so I think I lost my footing with, with regards to the wording um, and was severely reprimanded when I got off stage. And I think it was the most... Oh, it was an event? It was an event. Oh, even worse. Yeah, oh, really? It was, it was all, I mean, I was so... I was all a fluster before I got up. Like, I love public speaking normally, yeah, but yeah. I was so nervous. I couldn't feel my feet when I, I stood oh, up. I was right. so nervous because wow. it hadn't ended well with a particular employer and it hadn't ended well with a particular boyfriend either. And both of, of, of whom, like, um, were, were there sort of almost front row in the audience. And I was trying to make a point about overtesting right, uh, right. and sometimes mm-hmm. the fact that doctors get commission. And I missed misjudged my still, wording do, on that, it. Do you
0: think that's still happening with the... Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Um, so yeah, misjudged my wording on it, and yeah, was was reprimanded and told I've got if I said anything like that again, I'd be on my way. And uh, I was very, very, very nervous about it. And subsequently, and rightly so, I have I haven't said that again. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't even mean it fully at the time either. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I think all I was trying to say is it does alter management to be in a private healthcare system to a public healthcare mm, system. Yeah, that was the, the yeah. point I was trying to make.
2: Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I, it's, it's a tough. Yeah, one. been here for years. You've you've kind of. You, you you forget i mean I, I talk to friends back home still and it's you'll have a scan that day or yeah. you know you'll you know if they think it's oh, let's have a look now and well, let's check this let's test that i can do it literally instantly versus yes. you know back home obviously where it may take three months or four yeah. months or whatever so i think that's it's, it's handy for that but it's a bit i guess it's a bit like i mean it sounds awful but a bit like a trusted garage here with your car you know you you mm-hmm. kind of and. Sometimes it's just nice for someone to turn around and go, no, no, you don't need this, this, and this. What you need is this. So yeah. it's, it's from a from a medical perspective, yeah. It's um, but it's weird here. You, I mean, I know the first place I went to way back in Bahrain was was a house like I was so yeah. used, it was like you know I'm in someone's house and, and like you're a doctor. doctor yeah exactly so like, what are you I mean actually one of the worst experiences I had well oddest I wouldn't say worse was I was in Iran and I got really sick um, how, and, long, how long ago was this uh, about 18 years ago oh man and, okay. and I'd kind of I had really bad food poisoning I think it was food poisoning now and looking back at it but I went to someone's apartment and he was a doctor apparently and he's like okay these are drugs you need to take and we went to another shop which was was like a grocery shop and I'm like why are we in here <laughs> oh we need to get you syringes what syringes for what so then it was like they were getting syringes in this grocery store then wow. I got taken to another shop which was again not not like it wasn't a medical facility mm-hmm. and, there, and there was a, there was a fridge out the back and he had all these you know he's imported yeah like, the, and, the and the then vaccines. I went back to somebody else's apartment and they were like right we're going to inject and I was like you a doctor like you know it was one <laughs> one of those so but but at the time so going back to like yeah. you know Opening up and being, I was so sick, like, and felt so rough. It was almost like I didn't care. Yeah, you know what you mean? Like, I mean? I, like, at that point, I was like, well, right, you're going to stab me with that. Am I going to feel better? Yeah, yeah, you feel yeah. better. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> just like, well,
0: I'm a human being. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly part of the issue, isn't it? Because you get this, you're in this the state of despair and. You're going to suspend everything because, okay, well, yeah, maybe I'll feel better. Or maybe I'm doing the right thing and maybe this is going to help me. And, and it's like, oh, this doesn't seem right, but uh, okay. Do
1: you know, it's funny because uh, what we often don't think about when we go to, on holidays this often we'll go on holiday to Thailand, Greece, wherever yeah. it may be. And we often don't think about, well, what's the healthcare system like yeah. there if I was to get sick? You know, we've talked about Dubai and the fact that we maybe get over-tested Apart from health anxiety, unless it's a really serious invasive test, it's not going to do you any harm. Uh, it just might cost your insurance money a lot of money, yeah. which has, uh, has repercussions down the line. But if you went to a country that just doesn't have a solid healthcare system, yeah. you can be in a real situation. Even if you've got the best health insurance in the world, yeah. you can still be in a situation if you're somewhere so I, where.
0: I I, I researched that.
1: Do so you, I, for either yeah. way? Yeah,
0: yeah, I've yeah got, always. I've got a great story on, on first world and third world healthcare. So, we're in yeah, we're in okay uh, Andrew's got to leave. so we're in we're in Thailand. We're out on we're in Phuket. We're out with the boys on some rocks. and I say to my young my oldest, I say, dude, watch out for the rock. You're going to say, boom, does a header right onto the coral cracks open just it's my youngest actually right at his hairline gets this big. I mean, we're talking blood. He's like bleeding ferociously. Mm. So we, you know, we, we, we get back onto the boat to go back because it's, it's like bad. Right. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple of German doctors there and they look and they say, well, I don't think it's that bad, but we don't have any thread. So we can't, we can't suture it together. So we get back on land, get back to the resort. They put us in an ambulance and, I'm, and take us into the town to this, this private hospital that does medical tourism. And I'm going, Oh man, this is not looking good. And so they get the head of Pete, they get the head of plastic surgery to come in. They irrigate it. They put it all together. He's doing all the the, the sewing and he looks over to us. Nicest guy in the world. And he says, I hope you have a really good pediatrician when you get home because I put in the thinnest thread Possible. And literally, we're going, okay. So we did get home finally, and the guy looks at it, and our pediatrician's got magnifying glasses on. I "I can't even see the thread. He says, I I, Mm. I truly Mm. can't see what I got to do. So he ends up removing it, no scar to be seen. My oldest, two years later, is on Champs Elysees, walking on a planter box, does a header onto the planter, and cuts open his eyebrow. We go to Whatever hospital mm. in downtown Paris, nice place, you know, it, it, and I think the guy who was treating him had never actually done stitches before, oh, sure. put in the thickest stitch I've ever seen in my life. My wife removed him after and we just got Steri strips and he's got this wicked scar and I don't think he actually knew what he was doing, but the best part was it costs the same. To get it done in Thailand yeah. by this guy, and in Paris, and in fact, the, the Paris guys, they were kind of looking at us odd because you know naive Canadians, right? Yeah. So we get it, we get this fixed at the emergency, and then we said, well, where do we pay? And they're going, ooh, pay.
1: Um, oh yeah, of course. That it'd be like the UK. We're not yeah. used to that. They yeah. go, yeah. well,
0: because I say well, I got insurance, but look, I'll pay cash and I'll bill it back. But where do I pay? And they're going, hmm. Odd. okay mm-hmm. we'll come back tomorrow so we did and i guess that should have been the cue to just get out of here yeah, yeah, yeah so we did come back tomorrow thinking i hope i don't know how many euros this is going to cost us and it, it was the same you know it was 25 euros or something but they didn't have any they had no know-how yeah, yeah, on how to actually build out of yeah. i think so they just made up a number the only good <laughs> thing was my wife and i were back there and there were some american tourists the next day and no one spoke english in the hospital so we were able to translate for them. so that was a good side but but the you speak po- french james we Oh, well,
1: I did think that the way you said whatever it was... <laughs> was it, yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought you said it very well. I mean, a much well, better it. accent than Andrew, yeah. <laughs> I mean, much better than but, mine, because I but, still can't say so it. So,
0: first world... Worst stitches ever, third world, great stitches. I think it is,
1: yeah, but you're went to a plastic
2: surgeon as well in, <laughs> yeah. in Thailand, and they were <laughs> used to <laughs> stitching people up, right? <laughs> well, that's it. It's like <laughs> the perfect
1: place. That <laughs> is true, actually. But also, it depends on... it. Just, it's, yeah. Especially if you're going through into the A&E department, it is yeah. luck of the draw, what doctor yeah. are you going to get? <laughs> and you can get somebody who is literally straight after university yeah, who's yeah. done a day's course on stitches.
0: Well, that's what I think we got in yeah. Paris. Yeah. And,
1: and, and, and the, the thing fine. is, though, is that... You know, what doctors should know is whether they should do it or not. So yeah. when I was training to do sutures, I would feel comfortable doing it on the arms. But if it was somewhere on the face that you could yeah. scar, yeah. you would maybe get in a more senior doctor to give you a hand. And then yeah. as you became more comfortable and your sutures mm. came a bit tighter, then you'd feel. Feel yeah. right to do it, yeah. but that's up to the doctor's discretion to yeah,
0: be sensible. Sure. Andrew, do you
2: have to leave? I do. Okay. Yeah, well, I will it's, do. It's been awesome, man. Yeah, I'll let you guys crack on. with <laughs> well, I
1: don't know. We've cr- kind of cr- diverted <laughs> <laughs> again, yeah. we, as usual.
0: Crack on. I like that. Thanks See, we're not talking proctology though. <laughs>
1: I did actually put that down as as a thing. I, I put all sorts down, but we've kind of gone on to international healthcare.
0: No, we can we can get back. That's the that's the beauty. Okay. And Andrew Andrew, Andrew was great. Andrew was, it, was, it was what a trooper. He just kind of sat through it all, and he's yeah, when his wife says, So, what did you talk about in the podcast? <laughs> perspective, future me. <laughs> well, your mum can join us now. That would be the. No, no. you're more than welcome. Why well, don't you come on? Oh, she's yeah. joining in. Yeah just join us in we, yeah.
1: it's, it, we're having a conversation about healthcare well actually mum's quite a good person to talk to she's had 21, 21 yeah, if anest- we, if we forget the crib sheet mum's got quite an interesting history actually. 21
0: times going under anesthesia. is that too loud for you or too soft oh, no no
1: it's fine mm-hmm. you sure yeah,
0: Because we can crank it a little bit if you need to be louder.
1: Yeah, because um, why don't you tell James about the health condition that you have, which is I'd never heard of when mum gave me her diagnosis. and most You're of doctor. My, most of my friends have <laughs> never yeah. heard of it. It's really quite rare.
0: Which one? The, the, the,
3: which one? <laughs> it starts with the spina bifida.
0: Okay. Bifida. Everyone, everyone's, everyone's heard of spina uh, bifida. We okay.
3: Arachniditis?
0: No, never heard of that. And no,
3: cerignomelia? No. No, nope, that's the other one. No, no,
1: tethered spinal cord is what
0: tethered I
3: was trying to say. Yeah. yeah, tethered spinal cord.
0: And what's it, what's it, is that the technical name for it?
3: Yeah, actually it is. What does that even mean? It's it's the spinal
1: cord is in two pieces. And hang Mom, on, hang on, no, hang on. James, I need to tell you first of all, before mum starts speaking, when I was younger, mum told me that the reason she had <laughs> bladder problems after she had my brother was because when she was in labour, my brother grabbed hold of, my, of her bladder and was holding to it as she gave birth. And I, I believed it, I absorbed it, and then I reiterated the story to my medical colleagues. And as I was saying it, I was like, hang on, that's physically impossible. But you, you absorb what your parents tell yeah, you yeah. As, as, as gossip. Okay, so, so you have explain. To explain well, what tethered spinal cord is. Effectively, as you get older, your spinal cord is supposed to rise up, so there is actually a gap in. So at the base of your spine, your spinal cord doesn't actually sit there anymore. So you normally really? find it. Yeah, you normally find it. Just it, it rises up, but mums. That's was, a real thing. It's a real uh, thing. Yeah, your spinal cord, It's kind of. It's almost like dangling in uh, in a fluid, and. Mum's was it's basically attached, so it's kind of stretched and scarred because it's not meant to be stretched as long as it is. Wow. Um, and therefore she has things like um, uh, syringomyelia, which are like cysts in the spine, which interfere with the nervous problems, etc., cetera, um, and was probably all sort of part and parcel of having spina bifida, which is mm. where you kind
0: of have like a little gap in your... And is this all genetic or is this just luck Apparently of the draw? Apparently
1: it's
3: genetic, but I, I have no idea of where it came from. But yeah. the, the, the problem it left me with more than anything is the bowel and bladder issues because that's the worst bit. But that's something because I have no feeling, so I don't know when I need to go to the loom.
0: Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but it's fine. That's it doesn't stop
1: me doing anything. But I think what's wonderful is is obviously a large part of it is about the mindset, and you just carry on with your life and get on with it, don't you? You yeah. never so, let it stop so you doing on. anything. So
0: I got a question. So what do you what do you do? You just kind of know that. All right. Typically, I've just had some tea. Mm. Give myself forty eight yeah. minutes, and I better go to the washing. I
3: think in work they remind me to go to the, the loo. So yeah. you haven't been for a few hours. You need to go to the loo. So, um, because obviously I've got to be careful that the bladder doesn't overfill yeah, yeah. and then it gets into the kidneys. Um, and yeah, it's a bit difficult and it's difficult flying because I have oh, you're done for. lots of problems with my bowels. That's the worst bit is the traveling. So I have to take or not take medication, but take other medication in order to help me fly. So, uh, but it's all okay. It doesn't okay. stop you
0: from traveling, no? It doesn't stop me doing anything. I mean, I, I would. I bet some people just kind of say, oh, I'm done for, I can't travel, can't take the chance.
3: I think uh, when, I, when I read up on it, there's I actually saw the proper diagnosis, which is LARS, which isn't LARS, but it's really interesting. Again, not,
1: it, we'll have to look that up because it's, I mean, I'm not... I'm certainly not a neurologist and it's not something that I deal with mm. daily. And even when you go to your general practitioner, often they are a bit perplexed by yeah. your medical history because it's, it's a small area of medicine that people aren't aware of. Mm.
3: Mm. But I mean, the, you know, it started off with really the deformity of my feet. And then it went from there because I've had so oh, many, oh, so de- many. Deformity of the feet? Because of the spina bifida. So I've Ah. had my, my feet have got lots of screws in. So they, but they, again, is not, it's not something that's ever stopped me doing anything. So how does
0: that work at an airport when you go through? It's okay. It's okay. You must make the the metal detectors just go wild.
3: Uh, (laughs) I've only been caught about twice, I think, but no, not really now. It never goes off at all.
0: Oh, that's no, not reassuring not at all <laughs> <It's
1: like laughs> yeah yeah I think they've just modified it I was going to say most of the, the, the new mind. screws and things like that they're obviously they're more aware of yeah. the fact that they're going to go off mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, also in stores as well you know so they, they don't allow it
3: yeah but no I mean it. it's you know it's something when you've had it all your life and you grow up with it that you don't notice it but you were, only, you were diagnosed quite late though, eighteen. Yeah, no, 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 for the oh, you, for the, the, for the um, spinal cord s- spinal issues. Spinal cord issues. Gosh, it was only about 2012.
0: Wow, that's usually those things mm. are really early in people's um, lives.
3: And then I had two. How
0: did how did they figure it out in 2012? Because I
3: went to the right man uh, at the end, and right. he just put together all the pieces because i'd had surgery on my bladder i'd had surgery on my feet i'd had surgery here and no and one before there. that put it together no one put it together and he just put it together yeah. and said you've got uh and you've got arachnoiditis. Arachnoiditis is is more of a problem because it's the nerve ends are very that's very painful that mm-hmm. really does cause problems but it's it's no it could can, be worse just I to could clarify
1: outside your spinal cord you have three layers and one of them is the arachnoid matter and so when mum says arachnoiditis it basically means that outside of her spinal cord is inflamed and the way that the spinal cord works for people that don't know is you have you have nerves that come off it so they go right. through those go through the, the bones of your back and okay. they migrate all around why the body why people get
0: those pains in the middle of the back yes, or
1: things exactly it's not even because those nerves that have come out exactly it's the nerves that have come out and they've been clamped on and so for mum to have arachnoiditis inflammation of that spinal cord can affect a large number of nerves because mm. it will basically all the way down and does it
0: inflamed the whole course of the spinal cord
3: yeah i've just had another mri uh, two weeks ago so i'm just waiting for the results of that because i have
1: no feeling I don't know what's going on, so they no. just things to check it up really. And to clarify, the reason that you'd have no feeling is anybody that has any kind of surgery on the neurological system, so that is the brain, anywhere down the spinal cord. These are tiny structures that it almost looks like really thin elastic bands. I've seen, mm. um, I've, I've actually seen spinal cord surgery in the past as a student, and I remember the surgeons sort of go, oh. Because he'd caught one of the nerves and he said, we won't know the effect of that deformity or of, of taking away that nerve until they're awake as to how really? whether it's going to be, you know, yeah, whether it'll be a muscular deformity, whether it'll be maybe, maybe a small patch. But surgery like that, it is mm. scary, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. They give and, you plenty of warnings on it. And every time you've mm. had surgery, you've always come up, come out with something. Yeah.
3: I, have, I had the drop leg syndrome when I first came out of the last surgery. But it went away. Um, eventually. And when I'm tired, it comes back. Ah. When I'm walking. But really, you wouldn't know I had it now.
0: But that's that's crazy. Like you go in for surgery and oh, something could happen and we don't know what. Yeah, and but
3: it's the chance you take. Yeah. You know, it's the option of the good and the bad. So, yeah. you know, but I mean, if, all in all, it's worked really well for me. So yeah. I don't knock it. I mean, OK, I've got the side effects of the bowel and bladder issues, but. I can cope yeah, with that.
0: Sure. Well, someone you know. just keeps reminding you. But I
3: do remember when Jenna was talking about me once before on this show.
0: <laughs> Which one? She talks <laughs> about you a lot. <laughs>
3: Does she really? And I remember <laughs> She's being at work. everything, James. That's why. I was, I was <laughs> in work listening <laughs> to the podcast. At work. You See, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> i
0: got to put that <laughs> one in the, uh, the, the trailers. And
3: I thought... James is going to think I'm a real doddery old person
1: when he (laughs) meets (laughs) me. (laughs) No, more you're a glamorous lady, but she's registered as disabled, and (laughs) I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to clarify as well, often my mum will registered as
0: disabled. So, so in your car, you got one of those signs, and 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 you can go through all the lines. Mm
1: -hmm. But I can't
3: walk for because. (laughs) So you another walk okay. issue. Another issue is is that I can't walk because the skin on my feet is like tissue paper. No. So it rips as I walk. Really? Yeah. So
0: what do you yeah. do for that? Oh, do you Have special feet. socks
3: or something? Uh, spe- well, no, because Scott, the, it's because the, it's the socks tear. tear. So what the do you do? Tear it.
0: So I'm going to look at your feet.
3: <laughs> she <laughs> won't show you. She it even wears little. Um... Your shoes there, but no, so what do, do you got, do? Got, well, I've got bits of toes missing and bits of this. And, no. But the skin at the moment. As Jenna knows, if I wear a similar, a particular type of shoe, I'm okay for shorts. Shorts. Okay. What's, what
0: type of shoes work for you now?
3: Just something with a lot of cushioning underneath because I have no flesh on the underneath of my feet. Oh man! So walking is is
1: really difficult. But
0: forget about the walking; just the chance of infection. <laughs> uh, yeah. Must be well, that's brutal. happened before. That's happened oh, before. Yeah, yeah. Mum's yeah, cut up
1: her skin and then it's become infected. But I think what's sad is that mum, although she looks great, she has definitely got deserves that uh, disabled badge and you know, you have to jump through a lot of hoops now in order to yeah. get it and yet sometimes the dirty looks, the people that come to oh, comment yeah, yeah, yeah. because, she, oh, because she
3: you because you look sad. okay. Yeah. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well
1: that's my main thing
3: is that no one can tell. Yeah, that's that's my main thing. So until she checks into hospital on
1: Facebook to tell (laughs) the world that she's there.
3: Well, I had appendicitis. (laughs) (laughs) It was like appendicitis at
1: sixty-three. That's great. So yeah, so mum doesn't just have all these problems, she's that person that collects everything, yeah. you know. If it's an appendicitis, if she wants to break her arm, the works, yeah, why yeah. not? She'll she'll get it.
0: <laughs> it. I'm still thinking about the fact that the skin on your feet is Oh like yeah,
3: that's 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 the that can be a nuisance, but it's
1: okay. It doesn't still doesn't stop me, does it really? You know, I try not to anyway. Yeah. But I think that's what's really important is that there's been other family members or friends I know that have had operations and maybe they've had to wear a catheter bag for a while or something else been the case and they've decided they're not going to go out. And the mindset, I've always said one of my mum's Biggest forte is that she just gets on with it. Yeah. And if anyone has long term um, chronic problems, with whether it be a disability physically or whether it be a long term health issue, they often can become depressed. And it's a really yeah. known link is that, you know, chronic comorbidities, depression. And I think what's wonderful is to see some, like, see you, and the fact that you've kept going. Full and smiles. You've, yeah. there's,
0: no, there's no depression visible here. No. So. No, no,
3: no. But you forget as well, I've not been used to anything else you know mm. it's something that i've had with me all my Forever. life so it's not something that's different to me you just you just keep me. going yeah 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 so you, you just do but it's uh, it could be worse so i'm fine
0: i mean that's isn't that always the way it could be worse there are people who have worse things yeah. this could oh, be a when lot.
3: when you go on a hospital appointment <gasps> and you walk into oh. where i go which is the neurological it must be depressing group. You see so many people, and then Strokes I stand up and walk and in. You know, and then um, it's those people. But then someone said to me, one of the nurses, because I actually commented on it, and one of the nurses actually turned around and said, But you can't, They, they you can see theirs, they can't see yours. Mm and that's that's fact isn't it really they can't see your problem but you can see them
1: yeah and also just to sort of backtrack on what I said before you know I'm not saying that.
0: and what are you Do you're taking something back
1: no I, I, didn't <laughs> want, I didn't want it to sound like um, <laughs> I didn't want it to sound like people shouldn't be depressed with chronic health conditions and saying it's just a way yeah. of mind because that, that's not true, true yeah. I just think that you've always had a very positive outlook and you've managed to maintain your life to it as much right. as possible given I the think, fact that you have got so many problems
0: I think that depression stuff especially with chronic things is is tough like it is really i mean we've got people who are just depressed normally And you know, they look around them. I mean, in in the situation we're in right now, there are people who are depressed, who've got no injuries, no chronic anything. Depression is just a a huge issue. And if you're, you're starting to look at things in quality of life and starting to say, what have I got? What's what, you know, look what I'm going through. Why me? And and then that's a, that's a down hurt. I think
3: think the why me one is the, is, is that that's the issue, but I think Mm -hmm. I've never ever thought why me and, um, I'm making myself sound fantastic on <laughs> time,
0: really, but,
1: but
0: <laughs> you're giving yourself a good pat on the shoulder. Yeah. You deserve it. But I'm not. You deserve
1: it. The only thing yeah. is, though, is that if I'm ever if I'm ever go to my mum's house, and sometimes I might have done something, I could have pulled something. I feel no, like I, I, exactly. No, I feel like can't. I can't say. And oh, don't be silly. I told you I, know that. And that's I, I say, "Oh, mum, oh, my feet are sore." Because I told you sometimes I have I have, uh, pain in my feet. So my that, feet are sore just sometimes.
0: You said it's like all the time. It is,
1: but I'm trying to play it down in front of my mum. <laughs> because I don't feel I can say it in front of my mom. And I say, well, oh, my feet's sore, know. but I know it's nothing like you've got. So, so
0: uh, uh, we're just going to talk about foot, feet pain for a second. So I haven't been running for the last like three days because we've been away and we haven't collected the you know, the, the big galoot from the kennel yet. And my foot is hardly sore at all. Yeah, and so I'm thinking, crap, maybe I really have to dial back the running because So just minor foot pain, nothing big. Yeah, But... <laughs> But it feels so much better. Like I could, uh, I could get out of bed and walk today.
1: Well, you it's know, Andrew mentioned repetitive strain injury and that's yeah. what it is. It's, uh, it's the it same cause I haven't been doing, um, as much sort of running, um, or anything like that, or, or even Ugh. just as much walking because it's been so hot yeah. and my foot pain's a lot better. Yeah, you see. But just, I know like yeah. we're, we're going to be running out of time, but just to also talk about, um, very quickly is how much the pain medication affects you, Mum. because mm-hmm. oh, so are, you, are
0: you on brutal pain medications? mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
3: Um, Sleepiness, you mean? Yes, and sleepiness. Yeah, Yeah, the sleepiness is is probably one of the worst side effects, really. But if I just keep going all day, it doesn't bother me. But once I stop, I want to
1: go to (laughs) sleep. That's the thing. Because I think a lot of people think if they have back pain, foot pain, wherever, that pain medication is the answer. And I think what is good to promote is that nothing comes for free. We've said that many times. And that pain medication has its side effects, constipation, sleepiness. Sometimes people can get oh, yeah. a bit disorientated so you've got, or get you've got vertigo. the bladder and bowel
0: stuff and you're taking the pain medication that can lead to constipation. Oh, of course,
1: all sorts, yeah. You've been yeah, in yeah, hospital yeah. a few times with that, haven't yeah. you? Because yeah. mm-hmm. everything's yeah. got completely blocked to the point that it becomes dangerous and very painful. Always forget, oh, yeah.
0: it's all, you always forget about all the side effects from all the other stuff that help yeah, you to just
3: true. forget about those things. The worst one was um, when I was on the flight. Coming back, can I mention that one? you yeah, can mention my life. Right. I like. Well, I, was, <laughs> I tell you, this was, it was this was funny. This was funny. I had my right arm in plaster because I'd broken my wrist,
0: uh-huh.
1: and so I'd come to see Jenna. And I was going home on the flight.
0: Did you break the wrist? Did you tell me about this?
1: She she was coming out. Fancy this! Mm. She was coming out to help me with two twin toddlers on I an aeroplane, yeah. and to, I s- to spend a few weeks in Dubai to give me a handshake mm. and broke her arm. I was like, "What good are you going <laughs> to be now?" So, <laughs> so I broke my wrist. So I'm in a, I'm in a sling on
3: on the on the aeroplane, and then I I feel this sudden. Oh my God! Something's happened. I've got to go to loo so I'm running to the loo desperately knowing things are not good you know yeah. so I'm keeping my eye on that loo door all the time and then I leg it of course I get in there a mess total yeah, disaster yeah. and I've got my arm in plaster oh, wow. okay. and I've got my sling on oh, no. so I had to destroy everything that I had there with me my sling became my knickers <laughs> I didn't know
1: this bit oh on
0: so lucky you had that so- sling <laughs>
3: So I had to tie myself all up and go back and sit down. Then it happened again. Then I had to go back. And this time I didn't have sleep. What did you do? I just used everything that I could find in that tiny bathroom on the airplane. Then I got off the, then I landed. And then my daughter-in-law was picking me up. And I said, Isabel, we need to get out of here very fast, very fast. So we literally, I ran all the way to um, passport control got through there then got through and got to Isabel and then just couldn't speak to her all the way home because I was in such a mess and it was just absolute shambles and yeah, you it on it's, a plane but now I've, I've I've.
0: now you've got the plan
3: got it sorted now Yeah. no, no problems this time okay. no, no no that's my poor mummy
0: it just have extra mm. stuff too you're like if this could happen I you've do. got the emergency kit now I have now. everything with me yeah I figured so that yeah.
1: they go everywhere I think it's very brave to talk about it and it's really brave to just carry on and do it as well yeah.
3: Well, you've got a laugh, at it, haven't you, really? Because yes. I've relayed that story a few times.
1: <laughs> I've drank out on that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> that's what dinner parties at my mom's house involves.
0: Yeah, <laughs> people are sitting there going, "What?"
1: <laughs> I could, I
3: could be here all day yeah. telling you stories. Okay. Okay.
0: That's, <laughs> really see, that's good. another one. Be prepared when you're when you're traveling. See? Yeah, that's, that's true, true, actually. You, you never, never know, know what's going to Exactly. You never know. You never like, who would have thought? And there you go. And
3: I wear white trousers
0: oh, all the time. Oh, you're yeah. Done, you're done for then.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> You'd
1: think she'd moderate a wardrobe, but <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is what you get. Live with it. Absolutely. You never, Absolutely. Know, what, you never know what's going to happen.
1: I'm mm-hmm. so glad that you finally got to meet, and Mum's got to prove to you she's not, um, I'm not the, uh, you know, the, the real old, old doddery
3: person.
0: The doddery person. Yeah. yeah you it's know? fun. This was a lot of fun. I this know, is, this is my baby. There we go.
1: And thank you. It's been nice to, to do this in person for once.
0: I think we can do another one in person.
1: Oh, oh am I only getting one? <laughs> <laughs> Probably fun. <laughs> so no. No. Yeah,
0: no, I think because I, you know, I, I, I like doing them in person. I think it's it's much better. Yeah. It is. It is. I mean, Zoom is fun, but, mm. you know.
1: I think we loved the novelty at the beginning, didn't we? And it was yeah. so convenient. It's but the
0: convenience factor is still like amazing because I mean, Zoom, right? You just turn on your computer, do it, it's done, and then you leave. But and you could do it anytime, anywhere. But it, there's something about it with everyone who was here. Even Andrew yeah, showed it's up. Nice. We So Andrew this is this is the crazy one because Andrew is and he, he won't want me to say it, he's the most unreliable guy ever because he's so busy. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. So he, he's 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 super, but you know it's always oh yeah we're gonna do it at eight o'clock and then you know seven thirty. dude i can't do it today <laughs> <It's> like, dude <laughs> so uh even andrew made his way over here just to say hello because we weren't podcasting today because oh. he missed the window so it was good that was nice for him to come down yeah yeah i think you, i think you wanted to show face because i was saying I, I, I like you're ghosting me what's going on <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: He was getting offended.
0: He was. I think he he was getting very offended. But uh, no, it's been fun. And I think doing, I just, it's just fun here. And like I said, we're at the Rove. They've built this for us. This is awesome. And others. It's it's not done yet. There's going to be a big mural on this wall that says podcasting and
1: stuff. Are they going to put our picture on the wall?
0: I hope so. (laughs) Should we supply some photographs (laughs) for them to put on the wall? We have to work on that. But uh, no, it's been fun. It's been some good times. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, but I think we'll, we'll, as, as long as we can do them we you know, face-to-face and there isn't some more lockdowns and whatever, I think we got to keep doing it.
1: I think, I hope we're done on the lockdowns. Yeah, no, I'm not mm. holding out hope here. Potentially wishful thinking, but let's I, see.
0: Well, you know what? Given what I'm reading from around the world and CDC in the US, you know, and and what they're saying in Canada and in the UK for that matter, if people wear masks, if people wash hands, if people actually adhere to social distancing it can, you can, this can work very well. And, and I'm not likening COVID-19 to other flus or other COVID things. But if you do those basics and you've got a fairly healthy immune system, you stand a chance at not getting infected. So, but if you just leave it to haphazardness and go on living like we always used to, and you know, you're done for.
1: Yeah, it's hard.
0: So it it's is it's
1: weird seeing you today and not giving you a cuddle, James. I know, you can't boy, do it. Normally, you can't, you can't get away can't from, from do me. Yeah. I
0: know, you can't do it. You can't oh. do it. Yeah. You know, um, even people, when I came in, there, I met a whole bunch of people and you want to shake hands. It's like, it's yeah, yeah, it's elbow. No, sorry. Yeah, so or yeah, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Or nothing. It's just like, hi. Mm.
1: I, I think I'm going to start bowing to people, Ooh, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've got to do something. I've got to do something. So sometimes I have to give them like a little little nod. We're getting very
0: formal these days. I know it's very weird. It's, it's very weird.
1: It's weird. I think the, the interaction, um, between friends, especially when you meet, it's weird and it's awkward because you kind of both want to do something, but you both, obviously you can't and you're frightened too. So you just kind of hover around each other and be like, hi, or bye and give like a a little wave or, um, so I think it'll take a while for us to settle into it.
0: Yeah, but we will. We will. And we'll okay. do more podcasts, which means yeah. it's time for us to say goodbye. With a K at gmail.com. If you want to get in touch with us, send through your questions to Dr. Jenna. Yeah. You know, or just you know, leave it to me to come up with stuff and Jenna. But why not send it through? And Podholics with a K across all the socials. And I know you're listening to us because we get the downloads. But why not leave us a rating, leave us a comment, and we'd love to hear from you. If you're wondering what you're listening to, this is Doc Talk on Potaholics.